Welcome to Restoring Immunity. I'm Lauren Hubelay, and I'm here with my dear friend and colleague, Megan Lim. Hello, Megan. Hi, Lauren, and everybody listening. It is so wonderful to be with you again. Well, thank you. It is wonderful to be with you, Megan. Last week, Megan, we had uh, quite a conversation about the current times and what we can be doing to come home to our body. And I'd love to share a little bit more with folks today. How about if you take a few moments just to catch up our listeners in the case they missed the first episode or um, may have forgotten where we were? Yeah, beautiful idea. Um, So hi to everybody joining with us and seeking regulation in these challenging times. Last time we joined together, we were talking about how to find regulation in ourselves and with each other during times when it just feels near impossible. Both our internal or external circumstances um, are presenting things that feel like they're too much to process and we're feeling triggered and possibly responding in a couple protective ways Um, which cause us to sort of leave ourselves and lose our connection both to each other and ourselves. When presented with significant triggers, often we detach from ourselves because being present might feel unsafe or triggering, or we might be present, but we might go into an old habitual pattern of trying to fix or do instead of just allowing what is. And allowing what is seems simple, but isn't it a minute to minute journey? So Lauren and I talked through a simple exercise that we can use to come home and bring our presence back into our body so that we can get back in touch with our interoception, which is the way that we get in touch with what we are experiencing physically and mental, emotionally inside. So our knowing. And that's how we can trust ourselves. And that's how we can connect with ourselves. And it starts simply by just bringing our presence into the moment and feeling your body. So start by feeling your spine and just notice. And we're gonna let the story and the observation and the opinions hold on until later. So feel the surface below your sits bones if you're sitting down. And feel the sensation on your chin. Feel what your scalp feels like. Notice if you're hot or cold. Perhaps you feel fidgety. Perhaps you're noticing pain. And what this does is bring us into observer awareness or observer consciousness, which allows us not only to be present, but to be present and tuned in without fighting what is, even if it's just for a moment. Megan, thanks for reminding us of that simple exercise. When we met last time, we talked about about a handful of extracts that would help 
maintain that. And what I find, and I think so many of us experience, is I can come back to myself, but the moment I begin to engage with others or engage with an activity on a day that I'm struggling to regulate, I um, need a little support. I need a little bit more than that. And um, so the extracts we had shared previously were to help us maintain being in our body. But when we mobilize and become active, there are many habitual patterns there that would cause us to accelerate. And before we know it, we're right back out where we were again. Yeah, Lauren, I think that this is a really beautiful point because I think that what we talked about last week was almost a framework or, um, you know, the foundation upon which we show up. Without coming home into our bodies, it's near impossible to move on to um, joining with somebody that might be triggering or processing information from the environment that might be triggering. So coming home to ourselves is step one. And now what Lauren is presenting builds upon that. Yes, exactly, Megan. And what I'd love to share and hear your lens on are five abstracts that I like to call them bumper guards. Um, I'm not a very good bowler, Megan, and I love having bumper guards on my alley because then I feel like I'm a really good bowler. And when, and I think when we feel the success in the moment, this encourages us is, and offers us cues of safety to continue on. So yep. what I'd like to do is take a look at one of the first extracts. All of these are in my toolkit and I'm using one every day. Um, I vary them and then I might go on a stretch where one is my favorite. And these aren't extracts I recommend to be taken all by themselves because bumper guards wouldn't be useful all by themselves. So we want to help use them to support the other central nervous system harmonizing extract you're taking. These are all tonics, meaning they um, um, amp up the action that of the either central nervous system or autonomic nervous system. And that's what helps them um, have the structure that they have in um, as messages for your body. So let's talk about black current because that is always the first on my list. And I think it was the first one that I really discovered in this group. And um, I discovered it, Megan, when I would do um, very intensive stretches of teaching or recording podcasts. And I would be very um, um, focused and mobilized and the minute I stopped I would lose my sense of direction and okay what do I do next and everything would kind of spill out. Black current um, helps um, support the body's ability to organize that sympathetic state. It's an autonomic nervous system tonic 
And then it has some really cool added benefits from taking it because it resolves inflammation throughout the body. It, um, it actually acts as um, a regenerative action on the cells because of its antioxidant qualities. Um, and um, it's what's there not to love about black currant? I know you're a fan of it as well. Yeah, black currant is definitely in the category of extracts that you don't travel or ever leave home exactly. without. <laughs> A necessity in many situations and one of the gifts of black currant is that you know it, it can be taken on its own it's beautiful but that's actually not really how we use it it's a beautiful partner as Lauren said sort of enhancing the um, quality of organization and safety uh, that comes from its partner extract so if you partner it with something black currant is sort of the um, the perfect complement to being able to get the most out of the extracts that you're taking. Uh, my family and I went skiing last year, and it was the first time that our boys got onto a chairlift, but instead it was sort of like that moving um, escalator kind of uh, moving right. sidewalk thing. And they were scared to get on, particularly our younger son, was a little nervous to get on. And I had a nervous system awareness that because there was this round sort of canopy that went over the top of it, it changes the proprioception of it and you don't feel like you're in this wide open area. You feel like you have, you're surrounded in a safe spot, you have bumper guards. And so you can take this sort of overwhelming new experience that might make you, um, put you in a bit of a fight or flight state and feel slightly disorganized and just bring a cue of organized safety to it. Lauren and I actually used to describe black current as helping your internal compass point north again. Yeah. Absolutely love that extract. However, I do have a new favorite lately, okay. Megan, and it, uh, thank goodness, um, for the times that we're living right now, I find it to be quite remarkable. And this is gray alder. Mm -hmm. Gray alder, again, needs to be paired with something. It shouldn't be taken alone. Um, it is a central nervous system tonic, so it does some really remarkable things for our brain. It, too, has antioxidant qualities. Gray alder has, like black currant, some regenerative qualities. And I think that's an important word to point out because when we're looking at these central nervous system extracts, Many of them have protective qualities and then others have regenerative qualities. And then we're fortunate that some have both, but it's, uh, they're certainly different actions and um, to be able to work with the ones that seem appropriate for you is always a good idea. Gray elder protects dopamine levels. So there's a bit of protection and it restores um, neurological functions. So beyond any of the other extracts we'll talk about today, this one really delivers quite a gift to folks that could have advanced stages of degeneration, such as in Parkinson's disease or um, dementia. Yeah. But for everyday living, I don't think gray elder can be beat in helping us stay focused, 
sharp and on our game along with another extract. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up gray alder because I actually just uh, was taking, I took gray alder every day last week along with a partner and uh, it deepened my awareness of, I happened to take it before I went to work. So it deepened my awareness of exactly what you're talking about. I did not feel uh, mellowed out. I did not feel um, hyped up, but I, I did feel fluid and on point and able to um, be present in the moment. And so I think when we talk about regenerative and we talk about protective, it's an interesting difference, but through the lens of Asian medicine, when we talk about the brain, we're talking about something called a curious organ, which um, that's something in Asian medicine. They're the organs that evolve as our species evolves, which is a separate conversation and it's quite interesting. But the brain is ever evolving and the way that we settle our mind and stay focused is through the movement and nourishment of our entire being with blood. So we stay focused and we regenerate tissue in the brain and we remain clear-minded by nourishing our brain with blood. And so one of the things that gray alder does is that it can uh, be rejuvenative particularly to tissues in the brain, because rejuvenative to me often means the ability to nourish. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's move on to mistletoe, Megan. Um, you know, mistletoe is an extract that for years sat on the shelf in my dispensary and didn't get much use. And I love that so many folks are discovering the benefits of this in a microdose. Um, as an uh, autonomic nervous system tonic. But what mistletoe does that no other extract does is it's a tonic for the vagus nerve. And um, I believe its tonifying effect um, develops the vagal break. That's my experience with it, which would give it, um, uh, give some understanding to why it does, creates that bumper guard experience, this feeling like holding you. And gosh, it just offers so many qualities in addition to its work with the vagal nerve because it offers protection to the vein walls. So we're getting better um, cerebral circulation and throughout the body and offers some mild protection to the kidneys. So really lovely extract and a real, um, insider tip from me is if you're walking into a very difficult situation that's very triggering you take gray alder and mistletoe together mm -hmm. in a microdose and you feel like someone's holding you the entire time wow thank you for that tip when lauren's talking about a microdose she's talking about typically one maybe two drops which is acting on the nervous system level um, opposed to often if you look at a Gemo bottle or if you have previous experience with Gemos, you might have been thinking about taking more, you know, at 20, 30, up, even up to 50 drops, which is how people were previously taking them. Um, and mistletoe is, is a beautiful example of that, that feeling of emotional proprioception, which is almost like a... Um, putting on your coziest sweater or um, sipping a cup of tea or these 
these cues of safety that allow you to embody yourself in a way where you can move into a stressful situation just feeling a little bit more resourced. Lovely. So I'm going to bring up an extract that won't be for everyone, but it could serve you for a short period of time, um, particularly when you're feeling very exhausted by this experience, and that's oak. And oak is um, um, very high in antioxidants, so it offers incredible protection to the body, actually protecting from aging um, in, on a cellular level. It's a tonic for the autonomic nervous system. It protects dopamine. And oak works with cortisol levels. It's a tonic working with cortisol levels, so there is no off switch. We have, we have to be our own off switch saying, yes, I've had enough oak. And we'll know that because it gets a little pushy. It's like that friend that has lots of opinions on how we should do things. And a little bit of that friend is lovely. But there's a point where you have to usher them out the door and say, hey, thanks for all that. I've got, I'll take it from here. And that's what we'll find ourselves doing with oak. However, a key sign that you might need it is this weakness. And Megan, I think it's felt in this lower torso. I hear people talking about when they really become dysregulated and they start shifting down their thighs get weak. Um, they might feel a weakness in the back area, supporting themselves and they're looking for that upward strength that we get like an oak tree. Like an oak tree. Uh, if you can picture an oak tree, sometimes you just need to feel both sturdy and vertical and rooted and able to flourish and uh, move out into the outside world. Um, oak is certainly a unique and powerful extract. I will say that. I am a big fan of oak and I have learned my boundaries with it, as will all of you who experiment with it. Um, I have had miraculous results with oak. I mean, if you feel like your energy is starting to become weary and puny and you need a little infusion of nourishment and verticality, you can take it and wake up the next morning feeling like a different person, it truly can be remarkable. However, um, it can be pushy and it can be loud. And one of the things that it does is that it causes the body's energy to rise up, right? So think about all the things that come with rising energy. It could potentially aggravate a little bit of a headache or it could, or the pressure in the head, it could potentially aggravate blood pressure if that's something that you over, if you overdo it. Oak will, instead of becoming a fortifying, um, nourishing force, kind of just transform into feeling like maybe you had too much coffee um, and you're being pushed a little bit. Yeah. So play with it and find the sweet spot for oak with you uh, because you will know it. Yeah. You know, Megan, as you said that, the image that came to mind is use oak as long as it feels like a support at your back rather than a push yes and speaking to the body um oak is quite a kidney tonic and so mm -hmm. often 
people feel that, like Lauren said, weak lower back or weak spine or weak somewhere in the back of the body. And also the thighs, like Lauren said, but the knees, I often notice mm -hmm. might feel a little weakness in the knees, or maybe you have a predisposition towards weakness in the knees and all of a sudden it's back. Um, so, yeah. So I have one more to add to this list, Megan, and that'll round out our five. And what's interesting is this one is um, that one in the group that's just not quite like the others. And that's because it doesn't have a direct action on the autonomic or central nervous system. But because it's a tonic for the HPA axis, the hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenal gland, we do get benefits in our nervous system because it's addressing all the um, and responding to the stress levels in the body. And that response is quite calming and it feels like you're being supported in health. The name of the extract is Blackthorn. It um, is a tonic for many different areas of the body, but we're gonna be looking at it particularly on this HPA axis and what it might offer in trying to support periods of stress. What we know about Blackthorn is it has an adaptogen effect and it's um, quite responsive in those periods of mental, physical, and emotional stress. There's a sense of exhaustion with Blackthorn, but it's felt differently than Oak, where Oak is a very physical and this weakness in the lower torso. Blackthorn is more um, felt mentally and emotionally, like I just can't think anymore. I'm just at my limit there. Um, I can often take Blackthorn in the afternoon when I know I need to keep going longer and I've already hit my depletion point. And I never felt pushed from it, ever. I always feel held, I feel um, expansive from it. And I think that's because of its many properties that it offers as an extract. How do you see Blackthorn, Megan? Yeah, Blackthorn, I agree, it's far less pushy than oak. Um, Blackthorn is an extract that I often feel weaves my um, splintered parts back together. And I don't mean physically, I mean more emotionally or spiritually. When I've reached um, a point of weariness mentally where I'm not sure that I'm quite touching into my inner knowing or even able to advocate for myself effectively about what the next right step is. Blackthorn is often what I reach for if I can say, I just can't advocate for myself and I just don't feel like I'm thriving. All of my parts are not working in unison um, and I need to sort of hit the reset button, the rejuvenative reset button. Lovely description. So Megan, I've covered my list of five and I think that gives folks a really nice selection, um, a little uh, smorgasbord there of things that can help support as you navigate these times. Yeah, and Lauren, I wanted to touch on one thing before we finish, which is for listeners who did not tune in 
to our Explorations with Polyvagal Theory podcast and might be new to all of this talk about the nervous system. Um, if, if you're not familiar with the term vagal break, I encourage you to go um, Google it and look it up. And if you have questions, feel free to email us. Um, I recommend that you, um, if there's a video of Deb Dana talking about the vagal break, she really can bring it to life. But it is the state of the nervous system that allows us to uh, moderate our energy and meet each moment with what it needs. Opposed to a protective response where we typically will um, bring our nervous system protective response into the moment regardless of if it's helpful or not. So that's it in a nutshell, and um, it's a beautiful entry into the, to the understanding of the nervous system and how using GEMOs to work with your nervous system um, can be so game-changing. Great addition there, Megan. Megan, if folks want to learn more about Asian medicine and your work, where might they go? Yeah, um, you can visit my website at aculem.com. Beautiful. And I want to send you over to laurenhubelay.com to learn about Chimos. We have a beautiful online community on Mighty Networks with a series of on-demand classes just ready and waiting for you to dive into. And um, I think that pretty much wraps us up for today and gives you some lovely tools to navigate these challenging times ahead.